Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City just a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Colin Johnson, with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you're interested in buying or selling a home in the area, or if you're looking at investing in a rental property, give us a call at 423-930-8003, and we will look forward to helping you. Now, let's get to today's episode. It is a beautiful, chilly fall day here in Johnson City, and I am so excited for you guys to get to meet my new friend, Valentina Gonzalez with Beyond Engagement Social Media. I Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. You said it's so spicy. Well, I love it. <laughs> one of my best friends is um, in Ecuador. He's actually in Ecuador now today, okay. but he's from Ecuador. He's a pastor here. Okay. And so his name is Juan Carlos Savalos, and I must, you know, I try to come at him, you know, yeah. in the best way I can. And oh, you did a good I, job. I love him, and I want to honor you. And thank and you. Thank, <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the podcast. So. You are a podcast listener. You've been on this podcast a long time. Oh my goodness, yes. I was thinking about it. It was the week before COVID and I was so excited because I was having family coming visit me from Miami. Yeah. And I had all these amazing plans. So when I look back, it's very bittersweet because I had so much fun in the episode talking about all this fun stuff. Oh, you're going to do. Okay. And then Boom. the rest is history. <laughs> I didn't get to do any of my plans. I got to stay at my house for the next two months straight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember still wiping off like all Everything. the groceries like it had. My dad sent me a thing that said it's like glitter on the boxes and yeah. on the packages. You need to get all the glitter off with like sanitizer. I never thought of it that and way, but like, yeah. yeah. You're, I guess you're right. Um, okay. So yeah. we, we sat in our garage, Carly and I would, and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I, it turns out I was right. Just for the record, I was right. We didn't have to do that. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Johnson City. What is, you live in Johnson City? Yes, yeah, so I live in Johnson City. I've been here for 12 years. Awesome. 12 years I've been here. And uh, I love I love living in Johnson City. I'm originally from Florida. I grew up in Miami. I went to the University of Florida. Don't hold it against me. I was going to bring my gator cup and I was like, no, we're going to get negative comments here. <laughs> Just don't gator chop it. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't sing Rocky Chop. You don't gator chop. Okay, we'll be, I won't. We'll, we'll just make a pact. Yes. Peace pact. <laughs> Peace treaty. Um, number one thing, what do you love about Johnson City? I love the mountains. I know people that are from here, they get used to the mountains. And to me, it's like, today they're foggy, today they're purple. And it's just, it's just, I can never get enough of looking at the mountains. Because I'm from Miami, you know, the ocean's like the same thing to most people. It's ocean's so beautiful. beautiful. Right. But to me, the ocean, you get used to it. But the mountains, they change mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully there we haven't had much rain lately, so hopefully we don't see Smoky Mountains. Yeah, because um, that could happen too. Yeah. So you grew up in Florida. What part of Florida? I grew up in Miami. Okay. Yeah. And how long did you live there? So I lived there until I was almost twenty, and then I transferred to the University of Florida. Right. Lived in Northern Florida. Then I graduated at the worst time to graduate college in two thousand eight. Moved to Tampa Bay. Yeah. And then from Tampa, moved here. Okay. Yeah. And how did you? Tampa Bay to East Tennessee. Like, how did you make that move? Well, like, where it was like... It's called my husband got a job here. But we... The, it's funny, I'm... A, the husband got a job. I love it. Before kids, I was into horses. I actually went oh, to cool. the University of Florida and studied animal sciences, specifically horse business. Oh, nice. So, and I went to the World Equestrian Games, which was held in Kentucky. Uh-huh. And we, we had a drive through Tennessee. And a year to the date that we went there, I was like, I want to move to Tennessee. And it happened. 
I was finishing. Yeah, I was finishing up my MBA program. And the last semester, my husband got a job here. And it was it was like this. This was like destiny. Yeah, so, the Lord had a plan for yeah. you. Yeah, in the yeah. last semester of my um, MBA, I had to go online because of the move here. But it was it's just I love I love looking at the mountains. I love this, the safety, the security of living here. I oh. love that my kids that they're they're being brought up, you know, in a peaceful environment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. How many kids do you have? I have two daughters. Two daughters. Yeah. And then what is the husband? Tell me his name. His name is Adriel. Adriel. Yeah. And what does he do? He's an engineer. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my, another good friend of mine, engineer. I love it. Okay. So, um, how did you, did, when you were in the, at the University of Florida and you said, I want to get into media marketing, what no, was your degree? No, no. So it was an animal, animal science. But then, so, okay. So, so let's make called, that jump. So I wanted to, be, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Oh, okay. I love it. Very cute. <laughs> I love it. I wanted to be a veterinarian. I had spent my years in Miami as a teenager riding horses. Yeah. I know no one, no one believes me, but there's a place in Miami. It's about like four mile radius and it's called horse country. In the heart of Miami, there are these amazing horse farms that have million dollar horses. Isn't that crazy? So I would ride horses and then I was like, I love animals. And I would ride with the veterinarian on Saturdays. And, you know, we would go do procedures and visit the horse farms. And I was like, I want to be a veterinarian so badly. Mm -hmm. So I left my life in Miami, the heat of Miami, to go to the freeze. To, I thought it was freezing uh, northern Florida to the University of Florida. <laughs> and the thing is, I found out there. And it's funny, when I was transferring over, I did a career test. And they said, you should be a marketer, not a veterinarian. And I was like... I'm not going to listen to this. So I went yeah. to the University of Florida and then I took all these business classes and I, I found my passion because I realized that I'm not good at chemistry. So to be a pre-veterinarian, uh, you know, the prereq, yeah. Same so, here. I was not good at chemistry. See, I wanted I was, to be a doctor. but Yeah. So I wanted to be a veterinarian, but what stopped me in my dreams was chemistry, organic chemistry. Yeah. So I made the switch and I went to the business side and I wanted to work for like a pharmaceutical company mm -hmm. or a feed company and be like a sales rep. That was my, my dream. And then I graduated in 2008 and there, you know, there, the, the job market was, I don't know how it was here, but the job market was really bad in Florida. So I got a job, an amazing startup, and I decided to go get my MBA because I wanted to, you know, increase my prospects. And then everything just changed when I moved over here. I saw there wasn't that many uh, job opportunities in social media marketing. And everything to me, like every answer to my MBA program, even if it was accounting, is social media marketing. Everything can be fixed with social media marketing. So, so funny. So I, I moved here. There weren't any jobs, nothing in social media marketing. So I started my own business. And the rest is history. It's been, it's going to be 12 years in January 2024 that I started my marketing business. And tell us the name of that. Beyond Engagement. Beyond engagement. Yeah. I love it. How did, tell me about the thought process behind the name. So social media is about engaging with your mm -hmm. customers. So I thought, well, why don't we just beyond engage with them? Like, you know, so that's, that was. Take it to the next level. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So tell yeah. us about your business. What, uh, what do you, what kind of services do you offer? How can, um, how can you benefit a, a business or a, a somebody like yeah. a podcast guy? Yeah. So I or get businesses up to speed with the latest in social media marketing, whether it's trainings and one-on-one -on -one consultations. For the first nine years of my business, I did this 
and manage the social media for my clients. So for nine years, I was doing the social media for my clients and doing workshops and doing one-on-one consultations. Then during the height of COVID, I was like, I'm done doing that. I'm switching over and just doing workshops, just doing you know presentations. I was at the Gaylord in September and they had paid me to do a national conference and a free hotel at the Gaylord, my first time there. And, it, and that's what I love doing. I love being in front of an audience and helping my clients. And then sometimes I do the one-on-one consultations in case people are like, <laughs> that was too much information. Let's right. go slower than that. Right. And like, <laughs> I'm going, do I get out my phone now? How do I yeah. even, you know. Exactly. So, think, so you can help anybody. People yeah. who have no clue. And do you guys, do you have a team that helps you do? It's just me. Just you. Just so me. So you're doing it all, which yes. is a lot. Yeah. And like, I'm used to, like, I can be on a podcast because I've done workshops and people come up to me and they're like, let's do this. Or how do you do this? And I'm ready to answer any questions, whether it's a plumber or a baker or a podcaster, I'm ready to answer questions immediately. Yeah. What's, uh, so for our listeners who are on the, on listening, thank you very much right now. Um, what would be something like a tip, what would be your first number one tip for someone who's thinking about social media engagement? So I think it's about having a plan. How do you become consistent? Because a lot of people, if we were all consistent, we would be rich, fit, healthy, all this sort of stuff, but we all fail. And with the new year's coming uh, right around the corner, we all have these intentions, but how can we be intentional with our consistency? Mm-hmm. So discipline. That's, yeah, discipline. Another thing is when it comes to marketing, the book that I brought with yeah, me. Yeah, you brought this. So yeah. So I'm- Most amazing marketing, marketing book, book ever, ever. And it's got like a, you can't see, well, I don't know if you can see it on YouTube, but it's um, an explosion. It's like, it's just awesome. Like yeah, it's super exciting. And you wrote a chapter in here. Yeah, so this is, let, let me pause here because this is worth mentioning. Yeah. There's 36 authors from 10 countries. That's cool. 350 years of experience. What? So this is a lot of content being dropped for ev- anyone. So whether it's Facebook, traditional marketing, AI, all, anything that you are interested in, it's catered to anyone, whether it's a new graduate, someone that's a corporate professional that needs to brush up on some skills, or a business owner that's yeah. making a leap. Because I think I read somewhere that 10,000 baby boomers retire every day. And half those people, I'm assuming, they start a new business. I don't know about you, but there's, there, there's businesses everywhere. There so they go from working at a corporate job to let's start doing whatever. Right. And they need the skills to understand how to communicate with customers because they're so used to being in a cubicle. And now they have to be seen. They have to hustle. They have to network. They have to work it, like I say. (laughs) Got to work it for sure. Yeah. And you got to be memorable and intentional. Which is what the chapter is. Is what your chapter is about. So that's cool. How... um, how can somebody be memorable and intentional on Facebook? And there's 10 the, tips sorry. on that chapter. I'm not going to give awesome. it all away. No, don't give them all away. Leave a hook. Let's I'm, just get two so on let's Instagram. Talk, let's talk about uh, Facebook and Instagram. A lot of people spend their time on Facebook, but Instagram has 58 times more engagement. 58 times more engagement wow. than I heard Facebook. Facebook's for the older people like myself now. <laughs> is, that, is that the case? I and don't Instagram's wanna, for younger what people? What would you say you're... you're, you're you're a millennial or Gen Xer? Um, on the edge of. X. What year were you I'm born? If they were allowed to ask. No, oh, seventy-three. Okay, so you're a Gen Xer. Yep. So the big, the predominant group is Gen Xers, male. Yep. If you want to attract him, if you want to get the Gen Xer male, I would say you have to be on Instagram because yep. I feel like they spend more time there than Facebook. Gotcha. And the thing is that you can look at your analytics. If you look on your phone and you go to the analytics section, it's going to show you. 
And I think my thing was like 24% of my audience was Gen Xer and they're about 8% was baby boomers. Oh, that's cool. So it, it just varies on who you are. Yeah. But for example, when you, uh, if you want to do the small and the, the mom and pop tip would be using hashtags. When you just use one hashtag, you get 79% more engagement and 300 and 392% more likes. What? I might have that switched around. It might be 70% more likes and 392% more engagement. I like it. Does it count if I'm not talking just, and doing a hashtag like this on the it. Instagram hashtag? <laughs> that's, that's just the usage of one hashtag. Gotcha. Just utilizing one. But you can one. put two in there. You can use up to 30 per newsfeed post. And then if you want to do it on your stories, I recommend maybe three or four. And try not to make them too small because then it's not searchable. Gotcha. So when you add a geotag, so when you add a location, <laughs> you get 79% more engagement. So when you add like Johnson City or you're checking into the Johnson City area, it might not be your like right. your house office or your home office, but just like the vicinity. Because you think about all the people that are listening that are new to the mm -hmm. area, the Californians, the Floridians, That's the right. people from up north. Yeah. They have their GPS on their phone because they don't know where they're going because all the streets here are names. They're not like in Florida where there are numbers that, you know, okay, I know it's 4th Street, 8th Street's right there. So we have a couple of them. I think yeah. we have one through seven or eight. Or yeah. No, we have nine or 10, 12, 14, somewhere in there. But the purpose is that these, when you add your geotag, when you add your location, you're increasing engagement because people are like, okay, where is this located? Right. Yeah. So they have their phone on with their GPS. So then your content is going to be pushed to them. Ah, so it's, yeah, because you're, Location sensitive. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so teach us and myself about hashtags just quickly. Like, so I would, if, if I was a local bomb and pop, if you were a local business, this is a specifically local business. Let's say I, I, wanted, I went to the Moon Coffee and yeah. got us coffee. We were drinking Moon yes, Coffee. Yes, we have it morning. right here. Thanks, Brett. It's delicious. Thank you. I love my chai tea latte. <laughs> I love my, yeah, Mitch got his straight drip coffee stuff. He doesn't get fancy coffee like me. Um, so we go to the Moon. And I'm like, hey, I want to help out Brett. And I say, hey, Brett, or, you know, just take a picture of yep. it, put it on Instagram. What, what, how, what, that's just something I could do there. Yeah. But that's not maxing it out. That's yeah, not so going you beyond. Would, so, oh my goodness, this is a, how long is this show? <laughs> well, we've got a good 20 minutes left. Okay. So, what I would do if I was going to promote him, I would go tag him into the post, obviously, do Find the his, at, at yeah, the moon, at okay. the moon. And then I would add the location. It doesn't have to be his like specific check-in, it could just be downtown Johnson City. Okay. So it, it picks up the radius of the people that are tuning into that. And then the hashtag, what are the variations? Downtown Johnson City, Johnson City TN, uh, Johnson City, uh, downtown Johnson City TN. Like all the, the thing is that there's a Johnson City somewhere out west, who knows where. There's one in Texas, there's one in uh, New, New York. York. Mm -hmm. um, so there's various ones. So you want to make sure you're using the TN one. Right. And then people spell TN. Some people spend Tennessee. TNN, Tennessee. <laughs> yep. Yes. So there's different variations, but that would be what I would do. Okay. I would add the location, tag the location, add the hashtags. And then you don't want to go with a hashtag like chai tea, like what my thing is. I love, by the way, chai tea latte, but I wouldn't just say chai tea because it's going to go into the millions. Gotcha. We want to grow his presence locally. Is someone from California going to come all the way over here to to drink his chai tea? That'd no. be a really good chai tea. Bro. It would. It would be. <laughs> it would. I flew in today to get it, Brett, just because <laughs> Valentina pumped it up. Yeah, but probably so, not. But happen. so that's why you want to. If it's a mom and pops, then I would definitely recommend you know the local hashtags. Yeah. And you don't have to always necessarily stick to with like the Johnson City. You might venture out because someone might come 
from Kingsport or Bristol because he has like musicians that come. I think yeah. one time I wanted to come, he had a pianist coming to play piano on a Saturday. How so cool it, people that? would come just to hear live music. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of different hashtags are gonna, and then still photo better than video? So they, they say that you should switch it up. So if your audience is a Reels consumer, so mm -hmm. if people like to watch those videos, then post those type of content. But the thing is like, for example, me, I don't like Reels. It just, it takes too much time right. <laughs> to do. Like, uh, okay. I, I, and the thing is like my attention span, I just, the way my mind is built, I, I can't see things that are constantly changing yeah. like that. I prefer a just boring static picture or a carousel where I can just swipe. Yes. And just take my time, look at the, like, okay, it says shy here. Like, let me look at that in mm -hmm. detail. Or, you know, this cup says, look on the bright side, like that sort of stuff. Let me take a time to appreciate it. Right. Versus a real, so be intentional. So maybe switch it up and do a still shot. Maybe do a, a carousel where you can swipe a couple of times or do a reel. Or do a reel. And then stories. So 700 to 800 million people look at stories every single day. Let What's me the difference between a story and a reel? So stories are things that disappear in 24 hours or the, li the little circles that appear on the top of uh, your Instagram. And like I said, I love doing stories because 700 to 800 million people look at stories every day. And they, yeah, so every 24 hours I have something active. Like last night I posted, whoops, this podcast is being recorded with video. So I have to be intentional about what I'm going to wear today as opposed to just getting my mic out of my home office and just recording something. Yeah. And it's being realistic. It's talking about what you're going through. What is yeah. your day like? So I always have a story up and running every 24 hours. So that your approach, so you would suggest listeners or every day a story. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely have a story. And there's people that only look at stories and there's people that only look at newsfeed. So you so have you to be do mindful. A little you have to as a marketer, as a small business owner, I have to be intentional and make sure that I have both you know, both a story and maybe a newsfeed post because I never know who's looking at what. Yeah. And the thing with stories, I don't know about you if it gives you a complexity problem. Every time I look at my stories, I can see the eyeballs. Like who is specifically looking at the specific story? So again, as a marketer, as a small business owner, it makes me very intentional about having one always available. Because I can see those people tuning in every single day. <laughs> so you've got fans. You're like, oh, okay. It's, it's not even fans. It's just the, the audience. Like, right. I know that that person is always going to want to see what I'm posting. Right. And then you can almost engage directly with exactly. them. And say, what, exactly. What would you like to learn more about? And can I do a story specifically for you? And then yeah. they feel special and you've created a relationship there and you're helping that person. And that's it. And, and the, the, the whole purpose of stories is to have people slide in through the DM. So in that case... Someone messages me, oh, Valentina, tell me more about that. So I turn on, in my DMs, I turn on a video Which or a record direct myself. Message, right? so yeah, so can... direct message that person. Just in case there's some old people listening that you know, don't know I, what DMs I, are. I live for my baby boomers. I told you this That's earlier. Right. They right. 10,000 of you retire every day and need help with social media. Yeah. So I'm here for you. I love my baby boomers. But sliding in through the DM, the direct message, and then someone's stuck on something, I take the time to record a video, depending if I have all this makeup on my face like right now, or I just record an audio message and I take the time to reply. And they're like, whoa, I didn't expect to see Valentina looking like that. Or, oh, it's so nice that she recorded a message specific to me. And I put it in the direct message. And that's a fuzzy way to keep your marketing, um, you know, fuzzy to make it human, human, mm -hmm. humanizing. Because that's the big trend right now with right. marketing is building a community, mm -hmm. building that tribe, because a lot of people are doing social media marketing, but are they building a tribe? Right. 
Seth and that's what you're Seth doing Gordon, with the, right? The tribes book. Exactly. Yeah. And then this is what you're doing with your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Trying to build a little community of people in our area that yeah. want to, yeah, want to grow and see the area flourish. Um, well, thank you. That was awesome. Any, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll come back. Um, so tell me what you and your husband like to do for fun in Johnson City. So I like, we like hiking and we like stuffing our faces. Yes. So in that order, not that order. We eat whatever, and then we, we eat somewhere, work it off. and then you walk it off. <laughs> walk it off. Yeah, like we walk it. it off. So uh, I just, there's so many restaurants here that, I mean, I, I would go crazy just thinking about them. And it's funny because last time I was here, a couple of those restaurants went out of business. Uh, so it's it's interesting to see how things are changing. Like the the place that I was mentioning earlier, uh, the the one that just opened up, the Groovy. The Groovy Gro- Grover. I've Groovy had, Grover. Yeah, yeah Nikki Giles. Hey, I was, Nikki. Yeah, I was across the street at uh, a customer appreciation event, and they catered the food. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm a sucker for hummus. So oh, I love hummus. I live for hummus. So theirs they, was delicious. My goodness, it was. And the water infused. Uh, the the yeah. With infused water. water? Infused That's right. Water. If you go to Groovy Grover and mention you heard it on the podcast, you yeah. get free infused water. I know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Use it. I'm definitely gonna Use go. It. But there's so many good restaurants here. I could get, I can get carried away talking about each one of them. All right, let's do a. F- fast kind of restaurant tour oh my goodness right. the pressure is on you ready are you ready no because it's like <laughs> your favorite date night spot oh my goodness this is a hard one so okay i'm a gator fan i've mentioned this in the past but label has and i'm not a sushi person yeah but they have the big t oh I love the big tea sushi that they have, even though I'm a Gator fan, it's okay. the contradiction. I also like the Drunken Goat Burger. Yes, so label, label. fantastic. Okay. I like Timber because I like the, the ambiance of like the national parks and I love their <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Oh. Are we? Do we have to be like downtown specific? No, no. The no. new market that just opened across the street, uh, the, the, is it Pierre's Market? Never heard. Oh, the, the, down, yes, yeah, the grocery. Yeah, the grocery. I just, I never go to the farmer's market, but I happened to go to the farmer's market recently, and this mama bear it sells this amazing bread called A-Rise Artisan Bread. And it's like like Mediterranean with feta cheese and olives, and I forgot what the third thing was. I was telling Mitch about this. Ooh, it's yeah. amazing. I know she sells it there. Now that the farmer's market is closed, I know she's selling that there. That's so that's cool. why I want to hop over there after this. Oh, my goodness. I love Tommy Thai. I love oh, the, yeah. the, the salad that she has that has the meat on it. Mm-hmm. Why am I sp- spicy something salad? Yep. So it's basically lettuce with a piece of steak and it's spicy. I'm trying to go like downtown. I love downtown. you're getting your hot, yeah. I'm, get, I'm trying to be downtown. Oh, I love fried burgs. Fried burgs. I love good. fried burgs. Super yummy. Super, oh my goodness. I'm going to get. It's heavy. I'm going to get. Korean taco place downtown. Yes, like. that's awesome. I haven't been there since COVID though. It's red, been a while. Red Mazay? Yes. Yes, yeah. I, 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 I like that, the, the yummy stuff. Okay, if we go more to where I'm at, so I love having Holy Taco, but I am in Northern Johnson City, so the one in Boone's yes, Creek. Yes, the Food City one. The No, the one no, in Boone's Creek. Oh, you're Creek. talking about over off the of Kingsport Highway. Yes. Yes, where, in front of Paradise Acres, yes. where Dulcie is at Appalachian Stars Gymnastics. I actually take Dulcie, who's been on your guest, uh, on your show, to Holy Taco. That's our spot there oh, to, have, that's fun. to have lunch there. But... There's so many places. I tried Juniper. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, gourmet and Company. If it's like the who's who. If you ever want to run into like the the the, the fancy people in town, <laughs> go to Gourmet. I love their tea. I oh, love Gourmet the apricot Company. Apricot tea is fantastic. Yes. Oh my goodness. And just anything there is yummy. 
there are so many places. I just went to Taiwan on a couple weeks ago. I saw that. Like I was passing somebody last night turning in there. Yeah. I love the, the boba tea, the boba the tea, bub- whatever. Bubble tea. The creme brulee. It's a creme brulee. brulee. It's a creme brulee with the little balls that just like, it's y- so yummy. The little balls, the whatever the they're bubble, called. I don't what know those? what they are. The little balls that burst in your mouth. I forgot what those things are called. Anyways, like it. Yeah. they're Bubba's. Bubba's. It says bubbles. Like we'll even the it. mall, the the uh, I eat Shop Express at the mall. Mm-hmm. Her sushi, and then the the fried Oreos that she dips it in what? the tempura. Not the she fr- it's fried Oreos, and she has it there. And I've spent thanks uh, Christmas over there. Really? Yeah. So I yeah. So there's so many places. I'm gonna feel so bad. Valentina, you're giving us lots of tips, like it's secret like, behind the scenes a, stuff. I love it. I have a bad feeling that I'm gonna forget someone, and then it's gonna I'm gonna feel horrible. You're gonna be walking down the street going. Oh. <gasps> I know, and then gonna, I'm gonna feel so horrible about All right, it. What's your favorite place to get a cup of coffee? Oh my! You asked me about restaurants. <laughs> cup of coffee. Oh my goodness. Open Doors. We can just give shout outs. Open Doors. We got the Moon, which we're drinking yes, now. Yes. Dos Gatos over here. Open. Um, uh, yes, the, Dos Gatos is there. Uh, Blues Brews yep. is awesome. They had this like coffee last Christmas and it's it was called like the most amazing coffee ever. And it mm. had like, I don't know what it was, but it was really good. But yeah, they're right. There's so many coffee places. The thing is that I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm a tea Ty, drinker. Chai but tea. I, I'm a chai tea drinker and I'm also a loose leaf. Loose? Oh, okay. So, um, That's good to know. I've never gotten a ticket in my life and I got a ticket once. And I was so stressed out. I was so sad. And um, I got, I went to Open Doors for a meeting right after getting a ticket. And I had, I told the person, what's the equivalent of having a cigarette break? And I know <laughs> I've never smoked cigarettes in my life. I and just need to relax. That's, I got the, stressed out with a police officer. So they recommended a tea. And why is the, the, the thing escaping me right now? The Dreamcatcher tea? Oh, yeah. That tea is so good. Interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't know. been to the Philosopher's Tea House. Somebody told me about that. I haven't been. You I'm to dying go. to go. I'm waiting for someone to ask me out to take me to the Philosopher's, uh, the philosopher's Tea House place. But yeah, there are so many coffee places. That, and the Pike House. If you like Edgar Allan Poe, yes. if you're into the Halloween theme, definitely check them out. I've been going there a lot lately. But yeah, I'm a tea drinker, so I, I'm kind of like picky about where I get my tea. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Dessert? What's your favorite dessert? Oh, for? my goodness. I knew I should have. Just one. We'll just do one. You got to pick one dessert. You're going to go to dessert tonight with your husband. Where are you going? What do you get? You know who has really good g- desserts, like really good cakes? Uh there's so many pieces because I love, ba- I have the worst sweet tooth in life. Me too. I love so I love the Mad Greek, yes. the, the, the cakes that they have there. Last night I ordered too many of the buttermilk pie in the sky. Oh yeah. I had the spiced apple and the pumpkin. Um, right across the street, Cake Buds has great cupcakes. Oh yeah. Petite Sweets is oh, also yeah. They've been like on nearby. Too. They're great. Yeah. So it's like, I love all my bakers and I have a sweet tooth. So I have to say all the names because I love you all to death. I know, like the restaurants, I think you did a good job. the coffee places, the the bakers. I have to be nice to you all because I love you all yeah. more than anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, we love them. Crumb, and then yes, uh, Crumb is good. Marin over at uh, Lazy Lady, she's awesome. Oh, I haven't been there oh, yet. Oh, that's you're you're gonna you're in for a treat. Okay, for a treat. Okay, so let's jump back to your your media um, group. Yeah. What's the vision? What do you see yourself doing? 
with your business in the next few years? So right now the big trend is AI. Mm -hmm. So I'm switching gears or incorporating a little bit of AI into my talks because I want to facilitate the life of my business owners, because like you and me, we're busy. We're chasing, we're going all over the place, answering all these tough questions about restaurant and, and coffee <laughs> and desserts. Next time you'll just push a button and be like, AI, take care of this for me. Yeah, so I, I, I'm trying to incorporate more AI talk because you know everyone's worried about how they're gonna take over our jobs and this sort of stuff. I did a presentation, Instagram bootcamp on Saturday. This is the funniest story. And I finished my presentation talking about AI and I showed the ladies in the audience, there were five states represented oh, wow. in this audience. Yeah. Uh, and the funniest thing is, I was like, this is a blurb from your website, you know, to sell a widget. So we typed in the blurb that came from the website and we were like, let's make it more persuasive and cater to women between 30 and 40. So it spit out all the social media prompts along with the hashtags, along with the appropriate emojis. And then the ladies are like, let's make this more Southern. And let me tell you, I've been here for 12 years. I didn't know the term diddly daddly or daddly diddly or what is it the term? The Southern term when don't waste time, uh, diddle daddle, no. Yes, don't dilly, dilly daddle. So the AI, the daddle, bot, daddle. something like that. The AI, the robot, the bot, spit out all these like, so, like howdy, funny. hey y'all, we don't want like, and I was like, this is hilarious. And it put the appropriate hashtag. So like there was one lady from Georgia, so it put some peach emojis in, oh, the, in, the, in the post. Nice. But it's like, it's funny how we're training the AI to be Southern and it did a good job. It said all these things that I'm not, I've been here for 12 years. I have never heard of them before. So we got ChatBGT. Chat GPT. GPT. Yeah. And then what's another one that you can That's do? the one I hang out with. And okay. I'm, I'm cheap. I'm frugal, whatever you want to say. I spend time with the free versions. Well, I, don't, I don't, I don't go to the 4.0, not yet. I just, I'm like, why am I going to pay $20? I already paid $20 for other, all these other right. things. Right. I yeah. can buy yeah. sushi with $20. Yeah. Or I eat that. Yeah, they definitely. So I'm spending more time, you know, and the thing is we, when people say, what are you going to do in the next three to five years? Well, look how our lives have changed last November when they came out with this thing. Crazy. All these things that have just disrupted our, at least in my world and our marketing world, with, with this AI stuff. So it's like, I can't answer that question. What am I gonna do in three to five years? All I can tell you is I try to stay up with the trends. Yeah. You know, I'm on Discord. A lot of people don't even know what that is. You know, uh, the Gen Z. Sounds angry, Discord. No, it, it's not that bad. <laughs> like the Gen Zs, which are like the, you know, teens to 20 right. year olds, they're spending more time there. I think what I read somewhere was last year that 24% of them were on Discord, now up to like 40% of these people. They're not on social media. They're on these closed, gated communities. Interesting. So for example, if you have teenagers or 20 year olds, you can't just see what they're doing. You have to join these communities. They're not in social media. They're, they're, they're having all these online conversations away from social media. Well, that's kind of interesting. And that's how this book yeah. came apart. I joined Discord yeah. and this community of marketers is like, why don't we come up with the book? Why how, can, how can people get this book, Valentina? By the way, it's available in all formats. I recommend Audible because you get to hear the 10 yes. countries. So you have- So you read it. Of, well, oh. I've read the whole thing like twice. No, I mean it. like you read it into I, oh Audible. Oh my goodness. They I have your wonderful Mitch. accent. Oh my goodness, I recorded it. <laughs> but let me answer your question. Sorry. Audible, Kindle, and paperback version. Okay. But the Audible was so hard to record because I had to physically be in my closet, surrounded by my clothes, 
wearing my bathrobe. So you imagine like a black fuzzy robe, a hoodie, and then I had to put a blankie to isolate the sound. Mitch is like getting a kick out of this. He is. I isolate the sound. As we're looking at four different microphones. Yes. <laughs> and I had to record it. And the thing is, I have a Miami accent and I talk fast. I'm Hispanic, so blah, 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 blah. Like I talk fast. Right. So I had to like, I recorded it once and my mentor, the, the author of the book, the main author of the book, he's like, you have to slow down. You have to talk slower. And I was like- Pretend you live in Johnson City. And I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> but yeah, I recorded my chapter, but it's, it's so much fun because like we have Frank in Ireland, we have Fiona in Australia. And I've met these people. They all flew in, Je in June when the book came out to Knoxville where my mentor uh, is based out of. And I had Frank from Ireland, Fiona from Australia. We have Yuri in Belgium. We have uh, uh, we have uh, someone in Italy. So we have people from all these nations. We have someone from Sri Lanka. Oh wow! She's British, but she lives in Sri Lanka. So it's like we have all these people from, and so it's super fun listening to it when you're driving around. And that's cool too yeah. because it seems like it's you know social media is just global. It yeah. doesn't matter yeah. where you. It's not just specific to one little area, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and it's like uh, again. The big thing right now is community. Mm -hmm. That's uh, according to Nielsen. That's the biggest thing right now is how do you build a community when everyone's been so isolated? When people are dealing with mental health problems because of COVID, you know, people are isolated. So how do you do that? So you build a community. So this Discord group, which we talked about, this closed community, we all decided to form a book, this community-based book. So it was it was such a great thing. And another tip that I would I would offer you is. How do you build your community? Every Wednesday I meet with my mastermind, like I told you, mm -hmm. I'm in a community of mastermind locally here mm -hmm. in Johnson City. I get there half an hour early and I record a video and I post it to my stories. So nice. every Wednesday, no matter what, except for last Wednesday, because we were at a field trip, yeah. I always talk to my audience. So they at least see me once a week. And I, you know, you're doing this great job with the podcast, but most people are not intentional. Yeah. They're afraid to show themselves, they wanna hide. But you have to put yourself out there. If you don't show pictures of yourself, if you don't take selfies, as much as I don't like taking selfies, I do it. Because if I don't post it, then my competitor posts. And they're going to remember my competitor, not me. How many times a day should I post? Well, I would just have a story active. Just one story every day. Yeah, at least the bare minimum. Okay, bare minimum. But bare like, minimum. let's say you were trying to knock it out of the park. I would just be... have one. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay, what uh, is something we didn't cover that you'd like to share with our audience before we... That, that was the big thing. Is the stories. Tell your, your story. And then build a community. Build a community. We all crave that. Like the Lord yeah. made us to be in community with each other. Like, exactly. I think the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he does it by getting you isolated. Because mm -hmm. when you're by yourself, mm -hmm. fear kicks in, you worry about stuff, anxieties go yeah. up, you... It's just, it's not a good space. Yeah, so and you so, have to put yourself out yeah. there. And we were meant to love one another, mm -hmm. you know, and to do that, that's actively, I want to actively help you. I want to have you on a podcast. I want to engage exactly. with you. Look in your eyes, see what's going on with you. Yeah. And how do, you can't do that if you're isolated. And it's hard to do that too Yeah. over social media. And I mean, I think still yeah. we say belly to belly is the yeah. best way to go, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I can, Yeah. I don't know what the, you probably know the metric yeah. on how much of, Communications nonverbal. Oh, exactly. It's yeah. like 80% of yeah, it or something. something. 70, 80%. Yeah. Exactly. And so you don't get any of that on a screen, you know, yeah. because you're not seeing that person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's great that you're wanting to help create community. There's a ton of mental health issues right now because exactly. people are, were isolated and 
Yeah. I just, it's just hurt. It breaks your heart. You know? Yeah. So, so I always say to my people that are new or shy, I'm like, I'll just go with you. I'll be your buddy. Yeah. I'll be, let's do the buddy system. I'll go with you so it won't be so scary. Yes. And I'll do most of the talking as you've seen in the podcast. Yeah, I'll you're do like a wingman. <laughs> yeah. I'll do most of the talking so you won't feel so bad. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Any advice for someone who's wanting to maybe get in a career like yours? So if you're starting, if you want to start a business, mm -hmm. I said this in every podcast I think I've been featured in is locally. Go visit your uh, TSBDC center. So here in Johnson City, we have one. We have one in Kingsport, depending if you have audiences. We have one in each. It, it, I wouldn't be where I am in my business if it wasn't for the Tennessee Small Business Development Center. Because the acronyms are hard. It's yes. mouthful. But, you know, they give you all the information you need, whether it's just getting your business license, getting your know, business plan, helping you, putting you in touch with a marketer or a finance person or accountant or a bookkeeper. And they have the workshops. Yeah. I grew my business by doing these workshops. I love it. You know, I would go every other month or month and have these workshops for small businesses. So they don't realize that there's such a hidden gem and it's free. It's a free service. What... Um Let's say somebody's listening and they're like, man, this lady is awesome. I want her to yeah. come do a presentation for us. Yeah. How, how do they connect with you? They just go to my website, beyond-engagement.com. Okay. Yeah, or just Google Valentina because I'm pretty sure there's not that many Valentinas in Johnston City. <laughs> I met two and people emailed me her information. Like they're emailing her, I mean, emailing me her, yeah, her stuff. From, oh, yeah. that's funny. It's awkward. <laughs> how, what's your, how do they connect with you on um, social media? Again, just type Valentina and something will pop up. Valentina Escobar Gonzalez. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, you got any questions for me to wrap it up? So I, I always, this is one of the things I talk about in every workshop that I do. What is your only eye? What is it that you do that no other realtor does? Mm. It's because you ask me all these crazy questions yeah. that made me think restaurants, right. coffee, so you're putting desserts, me on the spot. but it puts you on the spot. What um, is your only eye? What is it that you do that no other, because there's like what, 3,000 realtors at one there point? Are two, <laughs> there's 2,000, <laughs> well, there were, I think there's 1,800 currently. Okay, so, yeah. Um, one thing I do is I bring a lot of experience to the table. We've probably held, done a thousand transactions. So we've seen a lot of it and yeah. know how to get, navigate and protect our clients. So. I really come from a place of, I want to help you make the best decision possible. Mm -hmm. And if this house isn't the best decision, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, I don't yeah. think this makes sense. You may think it makes sense, but I'm going to show you maybe what, and talk you out of a house. And like, I've talked a lot of people out of buying a house and saying, even sometimes it's like, you know, right now with your finances, it doesn't make sense to buy yeah. a house. Let's, yeah. let's get you in order, get your house in order, and then we can go buy you a house, you yeah. know, because I think, um, I'm called to just love my my clients yeah. like no one else i try to anyway and mm -hmm. so i want to i want to make sure they're really really well taken care of they make a great decision and it's a blessing to them and their family for you know forever yeah. and you know family of one sometimes but we still you know think about that and how do i how do i help get you out of it too at the end it's not just hey do you like this house you want to buy it okay sign here yeah. it's hey, you like this house now? What can we do to this house over the next three to five years for mm -hmm. you? Because you're not going to be there forever, but I want you to be able to grow the house or grow your investment. Something like finishing out your basement would be something I'd tell you you could do or, you know, whatever yeah. it is to upgrade it so that later on when you go to sale, yeah. you're going to make a profit right? yeah. because it, it's a, I mean, it's a big wealth generator. The statistics yeah. for people who own houses versus rentals, 
is crazy. I mean, yeah. just so I would tell everybody to get in a position where you can buy a house because it's going to help you long term mm -hmm. um, benefit you in a, in a great way. I wonder how you wrap that up in the in the bio on your Instagram because that's a mouthful. <laughs> you only have like two sentences think, to put uh, that puppy yes. there. <laughs> I think um, love people really, really well and uh, would be my, my yeah. that's the goal. I feel like the Lord's called me to love people. Um, and, and through the housing, yeah. through real estate, yeah. and, and then help them grow their wealth. That's kind of where I'm at. So. Okay. Yeah, that was a good question. Good yeah. job. <laughs> good job. Um, okay. So one more time, Valentina Escobar Gonzalez, or just Valentina. Just Google it, and they can get a hold of you. Yeah, Beyond Engagement. And we want to we want to promote the most amazing marketing book ever. ever. <laughs> this is like the one and only ever. Yeah. And, you're a, an author in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I appreciate for appreciate the opportunity to talk about the book and being on your show. Oh, well, it was a pleasure getting to talk to you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing some of your tips with our listeners. I'm hoping they're going to reach out, connect with you. Thank you. Maybe you'll, you know, who knows? Maybe the guy running Apple is listening right now. And you, you can know. go out there and do like a whole giant presentation. I know. That'll be exciting. Take Carly and I with you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Till next time, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you want to buy a home, sell a home, invest in real estate, if you need property management, we do all of it. And now we're powered by Place too, which is really exciting. So that's going to be coming out pretty soon as well. And so hope you have a great fall and happy Thanksgiving.